Welcome to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast, bringing you a weekly dive of all the news, discussion, and condensed nerd talk you need for virtual reality gaming every Friday. I'm Jay Bratt, a virtual reality YouTuber, streamer, and tonight's host as Rip is back following the Jonas Brothers tour yet again. <laughs> he has backstage passes. He loves that place. Uh, Destiny. Destiny, you want to tell us about yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was last. <laughs> Dang it, who are, it keeps who are you, changing. <laughs> Clearly no one today. I'm, I'm Destiny Wheeler, entrepreneur and VR enthusiast. I'm Adam Charlton, a software developer who ironically always seems to have software problems. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why it's job security. Right? Tonight we have a most esteemed guest, Alex from the wildly successful podcast, Play PSVR the podcast and Play PS5 the podcast. Alex. Tell us, our listeners, some about yourself and your lovely co-host, Adam, who sadly doesn't have a PC VR headset to join us with on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Alex, and me and my friend Adam were really excited about PlayStation VR, so we started a podcast for that called Play PSVR. Uh, we had Jay Brad on. We had a good time. We, we've gotten to know him with that. Uh, then we went out and tried to do another podcast where he talked about whole games. Uh, I got remember it. Threatened to be sued to oblivion, so he pivoted to a, uh, a PlayStation 5 podcast, Play PS5, trying to keep that brand. And so, uh, listen, we're not smart guys, and we're not particularly uh, filled with knowledge about games that you're not going to find anywhere else. But I hate Adam, and Adam hates me. And I, think it, uh, I think it makes for a good show sometimes. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of show we all need. It's like how I hate Adam on our podcast all the way. That's why, that's why we have to sit this far apart, because we just fight and just smack each other all podcast long. Yeah, every podcast why, needs yeah. an Adam to hate, right? <laughs> Everybody needs an Adam to hate. It's just that name. <laughs> well, for those of you out there who You're haven't Adam. seen our YouTube channel, we're all sitting here in virtual reality right now, interacting as we were actually together, hanging out in a room. So check us out on YouTube if you want to see our lovely virtual faces. And thank you. We actually hit 200 subscribers on the YouTube channel today, everybody. Yay! That's the most un most unenthusiastic thing I've ever heard just now. Yay! <laughs> we run we run the podcast in four sections. Uh, first, a Q and A section, which comes from our Discord and our Patreon communities. Second, we have a VR gaming news section to keep you up to date. Third, we talk about all the games we've been playing this week, whether they're goldies or oldies. We talk about them, and then fourth, we have a discussion. It changes every week. We're talking about going hands on with the new Quest Two and what it means for the future with their contenders, PSVR and PC. Last week, we covered that AAA game, Star Wars Squadron, that came out. Check last week's podcast to hear Adam not be able to go on about it. <laughs> oh, I was so disappointed. <laughs> Internet issues, man. Destiny, did we get a question from somebody? Yeah, so this week, we have a question from Beef. What is everyone's daily driver for HMD? For the PC VR folks, what is your setup? So for me personally, I have two quests, the original first quest, and I usually run it with a link. Nice. Adam? Well, Adam. I'm, so I'm running the Index headset. <laughs> um, and that was a nice display over my original headset, which, which was the Vive, which is definitely a worthwhile upgrade if any of you are on the fence about it. Um, and my daily driver for for head mounted displays you know i gotta say it's just incredible after a long day of work or something like that to be able to just come home put on the headset and just be completely in an entirely another world and immersed in a way you can't do flat gaming uh jay what about yourself 
So I have too many daily drivers. The one that I probably use the most is my Rift S because of content creation and all that. But having a Quest now, uh, it's so nice if I want to just play. You can put it on, play two songs of Beat Saber, and just set it back down. Like, it's that it's that quick. It's like a Nintendo Switch for VR. Like, you pick it up, you do something, and you just put it back. But I still love my PSVR. I still play it often, too. So I've got all three. It's it's a good life. So we've we've got no love for the, the Google Daydream? Or have we just written that off totally now? <laughs> <laughs> it's gone, the box, yeah, it's gone the, the, the way of thing. the dodo, along with Google Cardboard, right? That, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's my daily driver. Maybe that's why I've gotten like no new games in the past year. It, <laughs> did I not get the memo or something? You, you missed it. You missed it. They dropped all support. You're on your own, man. You yeah. got to make your own <laughs> games for it now. Hold on. Yeah. I'm just realizing I made a really un- misunderstood the question. Daily driver, doesn't that mean like what brings you back to VR? Or am I just completely missing the question? Because <laughs> oh, that's, what I, that's what I thought I was, when I, I read it. I was going it. with it. I don't know. Adam, Adam's not a car guy. It's a Daily, Metro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Daily driver means like what is your go-to? What do you like use? What do you have on hand all the time? Uh, it's like No, it's no like, way. Hold on a sec. Daily driver definitely means like the drive is like what is bringing people to it, right? So you're okay, driver That might be a like, business person's perspective versus a car enthusiast yeah, perspective. It's, <laughs> it's your, old, your old standby. I thought you were going to end that sentence with an Oculus Quest, but no, it sounded you just never gave us a headset. But okay, no, I, I, I appreciate the the uh, you know well you have another meaning for driver. I like that. My daily driver is a uh, <laughs> I don't know playing Star Wars in VR. I guess. If you see, go Alex agrees route. with me on the question definition. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently, Alex You can disagree Adam. with the other Adam That's all funny. you want, but with this one, you agree, right? <laughs> wavelengths, man. It's wavelengths. Yeah, we're on it, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, well, Adam, why don't you go take us into the next question, you weirdo? <laughs> <laughs> so this one, though, is what new Valve game would you like better? Would you either like Left 4 Dead VR or Team Fortress VR? To of unfortunately, at the rate that Valve's going, we can expect one of these in like what the next ten years or so. Yeah, um, ha- well, along with Half Life Three. Yeah, <laughs> but I would definitely like a Team Fortress VR more than a Left 4 Dead VR personally. I I loved the original Team Fortress games, and I've sunk tons of hours into them, and I I would really love to see another one. Huh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, what about you, Alex? Yeah. Are I you familiar like with Left 4 Dead or Team Fortress? I've played Left 4 Dead a bit. I played Team Fortress Classic a whole lot. I feel like the zombie game, this team zombie shooter genre, has been kind of saturated just in video games in general, but even in VR. Uh, but there's not, as far as I've played, there hasn't been anything like Team Fortress in VR. And I would also appreciate playing Team Fortress without things getting too crazy and hectic with all the rocket jumping and stuff like that. And VR <laughs> might help to slow that down a little bit so I could keep up with the kids who play all day. <laughs> That's uh, you know, I I haven't played enough Team Fortress to really know. Can you give me like a ten second? What is it? Just just capture fast. the flag, man. Team base capture the flag. It's like Team Deathmatch with capture the flag built in, right? Is that is that it? You got yeah, classes? it's class based shooter. It's like the go. original. Yeah. It, it was the original. Um, you know, I'm actually forgetting all of these like class based shooters. It's just uh like not on oh forget it whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's a class based shooter, so like you get different classes, so you can get like a pyromaniac type guy you can yeah. get a soldier and engineer yeah 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 <laughs> and so then you just completely kill each other 
<laughs> uh, well, I feel like there's already enough zombies in VR. Like, Left 4 Dead looks cool, but I'd go with Team Fortress. Although, in the chat, K27 says he wants Portal VR. He wants to throw that suggestion in there. I got to go with him. I Portal looks so cool. Ooh, you like. know, they have a Portal VR mod. <laughs> Make me sick. And I've tried it. it out. I've tried it out, <laughs> and it's not great. <laughs> Well, you you know, it's like if you ever tried out Portal, I got sick of it just playing it flat. I'm by like flying through the air, it just makes your stomach turn over. Doing that in VR, I can't even imagine. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. that would be rough. Uh, but I feel like Destiny might disagree with all of us. She's a real fan of like the zombie shoot 'em ups. What do you think? Um, actually, the whole time y'all been discussing this, I've never played either game, so I've just been <gasps> interested in hearing y'all talk about it. So I don't know. I really don't have an opinion on this one. Well, great diplomatic case, answer. Yeah, yeah. Way to stay on the fence for that one. Well, that was a yeah, question from I'll Just say a Tree. Everybody's right. I don't know if we mentioned that. Thanks, Just a Tree and Beef. One more. Uh, Masterlands asked. Is it a good idea to wait a couple more years for even more VR headsets and devices to come out before getting one? Or is this the good time to get into VR? Now, this isn't an opinion. This is this isn't a huge discussion. Let's just let's just get this one. What do you think? I think get in now. Like it's it's even better than it was years ago, but I got in years ago. So what do you think? I think it's at a very good point, especially, uh, you know, after playing the games that we were playing last night, Jay. Like I'm super impressed with the direction of the graphics and everything. So, I mean. I see no reason to, you know, wait any longer. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in full agreement. I I think VR is at the point where it's starting to get major notice from, and and we'll talk about this in some of our news sections, but it's starting to get major support from some of these AAA titles. Now is the perfect time to get into VR to really get the most out of it. Let me let me throw a stick in the tire of this discussion. Then How I dare think you. you should wait. <laughs> I think I think you should wait. Uh-huh. Right now we have um, you probably discussed the whole Facebook debacle thing, but I think face, Facebook is losing market share now, and people are looking for another direction. And it's it's ripe for somebody else to come in with a very similar headset to the Quest, similar technology, and just try to scoop up all the people who don't want to sign themselves onto Facebook. So I think you know, give it a year, we're going to see a decent Quest competitor, but. I mean, there's also all sorts of other ways you can get into the VR space without having to deal with Oculus and stuff. But Quest seems like the winner right now. I think if you wait a bit, you might see something really fun. So instead, because, yeah, we've talked about people for, uh, or, you know, who don't want to do the whole Facebook thing, which I get, but like going the index route, but because the index is so expensive to get into, then rather they should wait for something that's more in the Quest, like affordable price range. Yeah, affordable price range. You also have the whole wireless aspect, which is really appealing to a lot of people. So that's what I would want to see is another wireless headset, self-contained headset that's flexing that technology that isn't beholden to the whole Facebook marketplace. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I have to bite my tongue a little bit because I know we have to move on. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. You you brought up some great points, but I don't know. I I have a feeling that we're going to be waiting a long time until we see a major Quest 2 competitor, in my opinion. Yeah, I... I do think we could probably see us waiting a long time, but it's just thinking business-wise, God, there's an open space right there. People just, somebody needs to jump on it. I don't know who, I don't know who, but somebody's got to jump on it. It's right there for the taking. 
Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm with you. Pico Neo isn't going to do it. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's talk about some news tonight. Let's let's get away from this away from this debacle. This guy just created over here. Yeah, Thank sorry, you. sorry. You get, <laughs> you get a whale you get a whale head, Pat. Thank you. But first, before we talk about news, we got to talk about our sponsor. This week's news segment is brought to you by Asterion. They offer high quality universal VR headset stands. You know about them. You've heard them on the podcast. Hopefully, you've seen them. They're gorgeous. They got full RGB lighting. Your headset sits there beautifully. It's got a USB port in the side that can charge this thing. It's sleek. It's minimalistic. It's perfect companion. You can get $5 off any order over $19.99 on AsterianProducts.com by using the code FULLDIVE, one word, F-U-L-L-D-I-V-E. And if you if you have no idea how to spell Asterion, check the show notes in the description. You'll find it there somewhere. Don't you even worry. Destiny. Tell us about some news. What happened this week? Something huge. Finally, Beat Saber multiplayer was released. What could be more fun than that? So beating your friends, beating those sick beats in Beat Saber, <laughs> now multiplayer is available. Um, so the exciting multiplayer for Beat Saber launched on October 13th. So it is official. You can try it now. And it looks amazing. Yes, everybody except PSVR. Sorry, PSVR fans. It got delayed. But everyone else, <laughs> everyone else has been enjoying this. Adam, you got a little taste of it. What did you think? I did. So I was able to try it out with Jay the other day. And, you know, it was a welcome addition to Beat Saber. Now, I like Beat Saber not as much as maybe some of the other guys on the podcast. But it, it was <laughs> Beat Saber at times can maybe get a little stale for me. Um <laughs> But I know I, I can't see Jay. He's all the way on the overside of the bar, but I'm sure he's glaring daggers at me. <laughs> um, but it was a very welcome addition to Beat Saber for me. And being able to compete head to head with other people really made a big difference. But we'll be able to talk about that, I imagine, a little bit later in the Games Were Played section. Oh, yeah. In the Games Were Played, we're going to hit it heavy. But so the news that this, that the weird thing about this, some people are really upset about the new UI. Who they could say be upset. They say Facebook is trying too hard to turn this into another part of Facebook Horizons. It all of a sudden looks like a Facebook thing. It doesn't look like Beat Saber anymore. And they think the little avatars, the cute little avatars they made, look kind of like Facebook Horizon. Just, just there's a lot of Facebook hate going on. What do you think about this, Alex? You kind of touched on it a little bit already. I'm, I'm kind of surprised because I thought the Beat Saber multiplayer was already around. Because I, I was that a mod or something like that? That, <laughs> that was a mod. Like, no, was a mod. no. Because I, I heard so many people complaining when it came out for PSVR that we don't have the multiplayer. And I, I thought that was a big, big selling point of the PC version. I guess you had the uh, custom songs too, but um, yeah, yeah. So, so okay. So now, now it's actually officially out, and yep. it's out for everything but yep. PSVR. Yeah. And and the avatars look like Facebook is what I'm hearing now. They they kind of do. Yeah, like they're, 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 it kind of does. They're simple. They don't look a lot like the Facebook cards, but they're very simple. They're very minimal. I thought it was for processing, you know, make it run yeah, faster. Yeah. But but they definitely don't look like what people are used to seeing the avatars probably from mods that are like cool characters and really intricate looking. Like they're just very simple. Like you pick a hoodie Almost or a, rec room a jacket. I yeah, thought, they're kind of rec room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What are they expecting? More like VR chat avatars, like where you can just pick crazy elaborate ones? Well, I mean, I'm sure that we've all seen like the the YouTubers who do like the full green screen and insert, you know, full body tracking yeah. into Beat Saber. I think maybe they like were expecting characters. kind of those. Yeah, like sort of those avatars. And that's really what they didn't get. So I don't yeah, know. Maybe okay. they were expecting that. 
sounds yeah, like I, it. I think it's just another case of like the the most upset crowd makes the biggest noise on the internet because <laughs> like everyone I've actually talked to, no one has a problem with this. But you go on Reddit and you see it, you see it there. You know, you see all these angry posts. But I don't know. Everyone who's played it, I feel like has had a good time. I had a blast with it. I played five hours now this week. Uh, most of that in just one day, and <laughs> I think it's great. <laughs> so how, do, how does it work? Or should we talk about that later? I'm, I'm wondering how the multiplayer works. Is it just pure who gets the highest score? Is there a way to trip up the other people? What, what's the deal? Ooh, yeah, a let's lot go into that well, more in detail during the gotcha. okay. game section. <laughs> so we will get to there, but that yeah, is an I, I excellent question. <laughs> Keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we will get there. All right, let's let's move on because we want to get to the games. We all do. So let's let's talk about some more news. Alex, Sony finally revealed the games that aren't going to work on PS5. I know you guys have been talking about this on the podcast and waiting yeah. for this. Have you seen the list? Yeah. I, Ooh, well, I, I, one of the ones that stood out were the uh, the PSVR ones, yeah. Yeah, two VR. And Robinson the Journey. Yeah. Why, why those two games? What do you think? <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't really... So Robinson the Journey, I don't know why that one's not going to work. It's a big developer. It's Crytek, I believe. That was their game. Um, you would think that they would have like a fully fleshed out engine and everything developed that would be easy to port over just like all of the other PSVR games. Um, DWVR, I know that is one dude busting his butt trying to get <laughs> trying to get a game put together and I could totally see him having some kind of weird for loop problem hidden deep in his code that he has to figure out. Uh, people have talked <laughs> to him and he said that he's working on getting it ready for the PlayStation 5. Um, the real thing is I'm impressed that that's pretty much it. There's like 10 games, 20 games that don't work. And most of them are like, uh, pets, ponies edition or something like that. Something I'm never going to touch. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited that most of my PSVR games are going to play on PlayStation five. I'm interested to see if there's any kind of enhancement. I'm not expecting much. One weird thing though, is it looks like the Hitman trilogy that's going to be on PSVR. It, you're not seeing much compatibility being talked about on the PlayStation five. So it's, even if you play Hitman Trilogy on PlayStation 5, you're going to get a PS4 version of the game. So that's that's a weird thing that kind of slid in there in the story. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I never played DWVR. I have Robinson the Journey. I haven't really touched it. So I'm not I'm not really missing out on too much. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'm just happy that we have what we have. Yeah, that is an impressively short list, actually. It's subject to change, they said. But like, how in the heck so we've all been waiting for backwards compatibility for ps5 how in the heck of all the games from ps4 that work these random like 10 games and it's nothing you've heard of besides the two we said and like hitman go other than that's like we mm. sing just deal with it like how how is <laughs> how it. are these the games that don't make it to ps5 i don't get it I yeah and it's such a short list and it, it's such a weird set of games you'd think there's one thing hanging out there that would prevent it from being ported and then you'd think if it's just that one thing they'd be able to fix it so i don't know but uh, I, nothing. I'm not going to miss anything that's on the list. I guess that's, that's maybe it's something it. that'll be fixed later on. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I mean, DWVR is working on it, so hopefully we'll get a fix. But uh, hopefully they get a fix. Rather, I don't. I don't care either way. As bad as that sounds. <laughs> it's uh, it's so weird destiny so you're you're kind of the only one of us that's not like you have your quests and stuff but you're not big on other gaming like besides pc so like when it comes to console gaming when you hear that a console has backwards compatibility or doesn't does that change your mind in buying a console i mean that's just tough to say because yeah like i mean i haven't been into any console gaming but i think it would definitely make a difference for sure for people so you, who are you, wanting to get into it so if you found out you were going to get a PS5 and I told you Afro Samurai 2 <laughs> Revenge of Kuma Volume 1 
was that not going to be on PS5. Name. Is that is that going to break it for you? Afro Samurai. Can we pause the podcast? I oh, need to you mean you're, oh, you're saying yeah. like these? Oh, you're you're saying like these titles in spe- like specifically? Like if I'm just, I, I'm just messing around. It's just such a it's just such a weird like. This I see what you're saying now. News. Sorry, I misunderstood <laughs> your question, but yeah, like you're saying because these titles aren't that big. Like, would that break it? Yeah, I mean, any for me, I've never thought backwards compatibility was going to be a thing. I know that's a big reason why people are saying, oh, Xbox is going to be better than PS5 because it can play anything. I've never really cared about that. But like, this is just this makes no sense. And these two VR games, I played them both. One of them you can play with an aim controller. One of them has no motion tracking. You only play it with the DualShock. I don't understand why these two games didn't make the list, especially when Robinson was 60 bucks at launch when I bought it. Whew. And DWVR is probably ten bucks or less on sale. Like, there's nothing on there's nothing between these two games that makes sense why they didn't make it to PS5. So I'm lost. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, well, as someone who recently spent like, you know, eight hours of my life trying to track down a single semicolon so that my code would work, software is <laughs> just mysterious, right? <laughs> Things oh, can yeah. break just for no reason. <laughs> I guess that must be my fear is that this list is going to grow and seeing that a fifth of it, 20% of this list is PSVR games. I'm terrified more are going to show up on the list is my fear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose for right now we can only wait and see though. Yeah. Adam, what, what, what else is going on in the news? Give me some good news. Yeah. So in a little bit of uh, better news, a steam page for metal Bonner above and beyond has just shown up. It is one of the most anticipated VR games this holiday season, and this Steam page brings a lot of good news to people who are worried about this game. It was feared that this would be an Oculus exclusive, and they even hinted at that several times, including at Facebook Connect, and is now open to everyone across the board. New headsets, old headsets, the Vive, the Index, it is open to all headsets. It has a definitive release date of December 11th, includes both a 10-hour campaign and PvP content. It is looking to be a big game. And personally, I am way excited for it. <laughs> now, I never played any Medal of Honor, but I'll I'll try anything that's got a great campaign. Do you think that's going to be a good storyline, or do you think that's just basically going to be like little missions for 10 hours? Well, you know, after seeing a little bit of the trailer, um, where you have to play a specific notes on the piano to open a door, and you can straight up bust someone's head open with a bust of their head <laughs> it looks to be incredible so it, it looks like a really well fleshed out story very spy-esque you know sneaking through putting grenades in like mail tubes to try and blow them up from a distance it's looking like a great game is so who's the developer on this because for some reason i was hyped about this game before i had a pc vr and i was felt like i was missing out and i thought it was because the developer was a steam do we know who do you know who it is uh medal of honor i don't know the just developer. a medal of honor crew yeah i i think i saw the video or something on on one of the vr you know game showcases and they seem like a, a established crew and so i thought that was nice that we're getting this apparently looking triple a game yeah from respawn. a good crew yeah oh yeah respawn, respawn. oh yeah that's, it's the okay. same guys that did titanfall yeah, yeah like it is going it. to be a good game <laughs> that's it that's it yeah it's going to be great when you get five hours into it and it turns out it's just Titanfall VR. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> you just wake up. It's like, wow, that was a crazy dream I had, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, up inside my robot's chest, yeah. <laughs> you, got me, you got me kind of excited because I don't, 
I don't know Medal of Honor. Destiny, do you know anything about Medal of Honor? You're kind no, of into shooters. Sorry, I'm bombing tonight. No, you're fine. So, <laughs> no. so tell you us don't see why. You is my shooter. So tell after hearing this, that. are you excited? Or are you not excited for this game? Are you talking to me? Yes, I am. <laughs> oh my god. Destiny, what do you think? You excited for this Medal of Honor game? Are you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, if it's like a shooter style, like I've never even like seen gameplay from that game, so I don't even know anything really about it. But if you say it's a shooter, then I'll definitely check it out. Anything like that, you know, I'm into. Is this it's the biggest PvP. is this the biggest VR game on the horizon? Ooh, that's a tough question. It is the biggest, one of the biggest VR games that we know about. Who gotcha. knows that's... what Valve has cooking up in their labs, right? <laughs> right, right. I, yeah, I figured, but like Respawn's behind it. I can't think of another developer that's making a VR game right now that's got me as excited as Respawn or somebody like that. It's, it'd be like if Insomniac had like a full budget game in the works. Right. I, I feel like we're kind of back in that spot we get to every few months where it's like we have a couple big games we're all excited for and then they all come out and then we're like, okay, these were great, but what's next? Because I know like Squadrons has been like the hype train for a while now. And like now <laughs> that it's out, it's like, what's next? So maybe this is it. But I you know, so. it's getting there. It, it's better than when, you know, VR first came out and we were able to get a big game like, you know, once every six months. And now we're down to like once every two months. Hey, we're moving in the right direction, you know? Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, especially for like just the quests, you know, not PC headsets, but straight up quests. Like there's not a lot of like big name like shooters and stuff. So that's what I'm saying. Like any any shooters that are coming out, you know, especially big ones would be really beneficial right now for the quests. Completely agree. But, you know, even though we have the Steam page, uh, we know some details, but a lot of the details are still lacking. We don't know too much about PvP. Um, and so we're just going to have to wait and see what new information comes out. But you can be assured that when new information does, we'll be there to tell you. <laughs> we'll be there to tell you all of it. <laughs> well, we keep we keep touching on PlayStation VR. They're getting kind of they're getting kind of on the back burner lately with all this other cool stuff happening and they just keep getting burned. But here's some news. So we know that PlayStation VR games are going to be backward compatible, but what we just learned is the new camera that they're all about, the HD camera that's going to come out with the PS5. It looks like the PS5. This will not work for PSVR. So you've got to get an adapter from Sony to use your original Sony camera because it has this weird proprietary plug and plug it into your new PS5 to play your PlayStation VR on it. Now, they're going to send this to you free. It's a free adapter. But for me, that just kind of like I was so excited day one PS5 was here to play PSVR games on it. Now I'm like, I have no idea when these adapters are going to come out, when they're going to send them or what the deal is. Alex, you're, yeah. you're the PSVR <laughs> expert here. What expert. do you think? Uh, no, it's a huge bummer, man. I, I was hoping that they'd be able to somehow leverage the uh, new processing power of the PlayStation 5 and maybe some new powers of the camera and get some better tracking out of that thing because we all know the PlayStation VR sucks for tracking. Um, <laughs> so that I was really hoping that they were they had some kind of like you know software you know magic in the background that they were going to be able to leverage. Turns out that's not going to be the case. So what's going to be really weird is we're going to have to have two cameras sitting on top of our yep. TV. We're going to have to have this weird adapter. Um, and then I'm going to have a camera recording my uh, my beautiful body while I'm playing PlayStation VR. And I'm not going to know to turn off my streaming. And so it's going to be me in my underwear playing PlayStation <laughs> VR. And I have the headset on. And I'm not going to know that it's going out to the world. Jay Brett, I'm going to need you to text me when that happens and let me know. And don't let it go on too long. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be texting the Alex fan site. Hurry yeah, up and uh -huh. capture this right yeah. now. Tell everybody. Yeah. Record put this, it, put put it on my OnlyFans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, this is kind of a double-edged sword, because I guess on one hand, it's always been frustrating to those of us who have streamed on a PSVR that that then utilizes the face cam to get capture the VR so you can't have face cam. So now, I guess this gives you the chance you could stream on your face cam. You can use your old PSVR cam to use VR. So now maybe we'll actually have the potential to play Twitch with a body cam showing us off playing it and actually have the other camera just for VR. So maybe that's like the silver lining here, but I was with you. I was hoping maybe by some way they'd use both cameras at opposite ends of the room and give us some sort of 360 tracking. And this basically just shot that in the face and made me sad. Well, the, the good news for that is it seems like that camera's not going to be used for VR, right? And they've mentioned they're going to do a PSVR 2, so I guess the idea is they're not going to be relying on cameras for the next iteration of PlayStation VR, which is a great sign that we're, we're moving away from this tethered PlayStation VR system and maybe more into something like the Oculus, Oculus Quest. Yes. Yes, I hope so. This is just such a bizarre situation for me because it's like, yeah, we have this new camera. It's a better camera, but you still got to use your old camera. And it, and it's something that's like they know they it's almost like they know that it kind of got messed up a little bit because they're offering a free camera adapter for it. Yep. You know, and so I'm so conflicted on this is like, oh, why didn't they just use the new camera? But I, I guess it's kind of cool that they're kind of owning up to it a little bit and saying, hey, you can have this adapter for free. But still, yeah, that's a bummer. Without saying it. <laughs> I just can't uh, wait for the adapters to become rare so I can hoard up a bunch of them and <laughs> sell them on eBay for 50 bucks a pop 10 years from now. Perfect. That's yeah. a good idea. Collector's item. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to say, you're going you're gonna to tell Sony, I have 10 different addresses that need these. I need them all sent to me. This uh, is how my daughter's going to college, all right? Nobody else steal this idea. <laughs> K27 out in live chat says, Apple would have charged an extra 30 bucks. So at least Sony's yeah. kind of taking care of us here. So yeah, I'm and I do respect that. that a lot. I do respect that a lot. So would Oculus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, Adam, you there was something more in the news about Facebook and all their stuff. You want to you wanna hit us up on that? Sure thing. So this next news story is probably very near and dear to many new VR people right now. Um, so we all know, and it has been all over in the news, that the new Oculus Quest 2 headsets will require Facebook login. Well, people are running into major problems with this because, frankly, a lot of people nowadays just don't have a Facebook account. And so what do you do? You go in and you make a Facebook account, you put in all the information, you link it to your Oculus um, account, and then bam, your Facebook account gets banned. And then suddenly you have a very expensive paperweight on your desk because you literally can't use it because you can't log in to Facebook. And so this has been going on all over the place and Facebook is, uh-oh. <laughs> Who on... is that? What? I'm good. Did it on... sound like on Discord, somebody disconnected Oh, or I think it was Ryan. Oh. Man, I was really getting in the zone too and now I just got interrupted. <laughs> so slight technical difficulties. Sorry, Rip, for having to edit all this part out, right? Love you, Rip. <laughs> he, will, he won't, he won't, don't worry about it. <laughs> He wasn't um, when we messed up. Right. So yeah, people were making accounts and they're getting like the accounts are getting banned because they think it's a fake account because they just made it today or something. Is that the right. issue? Yeah. So that's the problem. And Facebook is freaking out trying to fix this and it's still there's no fix yet in sight. And a bunch of of this of our new VR brothers and sisters, right, are suddenly locked out of this amazing virtual world. 
So they're not going to be able to fix it until they stop making it mandatory. <laughs> or don't ban any accounts over it. If I want to make a fake account to link to it, just freaking let me. Like, that's, don't yeah, try that's to. True. But don't try to track purpose, me down. Right? That, that defeats the whole reason they made it mandatory, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they want people on Facebook. It's like that's why they they're releasing the Quest Two for three hundred dollars. Is yeah, they they want your information, and so yeah. it, it's unfortunate though that they're just banning all these accounts and then they try and review it and it's like your account has been reviewed banned again <laughs> so keep, a bunch of VR, like yeah we well like one of these days we're gonna be talking about this and for us who are on oculus and have to have the facebook account i feel like it's going to happen to us like facebook is like hearing us right now and they're just gonna like shut it down <laughs> well, <laughs> stop yeah, these I'm people from talking about headset, it right so, yeah it's gonna yeah well, you'll then... be safe <laughs> do, well do i know i'm worried do you guys remember when Facebook first had games like Mafia Wars and stuff, and then you found out like the real bad intentions of like your grandma? Because it'd be like Granny Smith just killed five <laughs> hitmen in Mafia Wars, like a notification. <laughs> I can't wait to see the the same thing with VR when it's like you know you, your auntie just played some erotic VR sim, and the notification <laughs> just splashes across the screen. <laughs> just what I've always wanted star. to know. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> Or better yet, people are going to be mm. using their grandparents' Facebook accounts to get these games. Anyway, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Oh, I'm always like just wait. Well, I, so I'm one of the people. I have an old Facebook that has no friends, and luckily I was able to use that. So it does. It's not linked to anybody. No one's going to probably see it. But like, That's, I keep yeah. wondering if because I have no friends, they're going to see this thing and be like, "This is fake," and then I'm going to lose all my Oculus games I've ever bought. Which would it's suck. okay, Jay. I'll be your friend. I'll be your only friend. This guy has no we'll friends. Have... We don't. We don't want losers on this ecosystem. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be the lonely guy walking around Facebook Horizon with no friends. <laughs> oh, oh my man. gosh! Let's let's get into the game section. But first, Adam, you you love your Asterian sand. Do you want to tell us all about Asterian this week? I would love to tell you about Asterian. So Asterian offers incredible VR headset stands that work across every kind of VR headset you can possibly imagine. RGB lighting, minimalistic look. It is a perfect companion to your headset while you're away. Get $5 off any order, $20 or more using the code FULLDIVE at asterianproducts.com. You can find that code in the description notes is F-U-L-L-D-I-V-E, full dive. Yeah, yeah, good job games uh destiny you finally got your game you said this week this is like the game you've been waiting for in vr right the game <laughs> yeah hold on one second i'm trying to like unmute myself there we go it keeps muting somehow <gasps> anyways it's a ghost um, <laughs> right yes yeah, speaking of no i'm actually glad that you had mentioned it that's where i heard about it and then i started seeing everybody who's playing it on pc like clips of it and so i was really excited um because honestly this is one game that i never thought of the idea for actually i guess first we should tell everybody the name of the yeah, game tell them tell them what it is what it's like <laughs> tell them quickly how, how you, you play it how about Sounds you like pronounce Kart, it yeah. You pronounce you want, the name of it though phasmophobia it's it's technically a word for the fear of ghosts i think Okay, because I'm just going to butcher it. Hey, that seems pretty accurate. um, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I love the whole idea and premise behind this game. Like, ever since I was a kid, I loved the shows like Ghost Hunters and things like that. And to bring that into a game, especially into VR, is just, like, insane. It is so much fun. This game is actually one of my top three favorites now. But so, 
basically like I don't even know how to explain it like it's kind of self-explanatory but there is just a lot of like cool weird little tricks that you get to do like in the game like so when you start you're in a van and then you have these like missions that you have to do and like stuff you get to buy I don't know how about you explain it better since like like, you played it more you're a ghost hunter so you can have up to four people. This game is kind of unique because not only is it VR optional, but you set up speech recognition and you can now talk to the ghosts. You can There are certain things in the game you have to use your voice to communicate with the spirit box to try and find the ghosts. And basically, you're up to four ghost hunters. You're going into these creepy locations. You're trying to earn money to buy more equipment to make your job easier and do better at it. You're trying to go in, find these ghosts. You start out with five minutes on the clock. That means five minutes basically of safe time. You can get in, get equipment and set up before these ghosts are going to get angry and once they get angry you have no idea they might try to kill you they might try to scare you they might not even mess with you you don't really know what's going to happen it gets extremely tense you just you just wait and then the moment something actually happens it frightens the crap out of you uh it's cool it's a really cool game alex this thing's all over youtube have you seen any footage of this or is this new to you it sounds like luigi's mansion is that, <laughs> that's what i'm picturing is that what this is like K27, if you're still out there, tell us if this is like Luigi's Mansion. (laughs) I I didn't play Luigi's Mansion. No, like, I've played that. Um, No, I don't think it's like that at all. Like, honestly, did you ever watch the show Ghost Hunters? Yeah, I've seen a couple of it. I I liked Ghost Realtor. That was the fun one. Oh, I I haven't (laughs) haven't seen that one. But it's literally like that, except for, like I said, there's these just the little other added additions, like he said, like where you are kind of doing it more for a job, like you make money and you have certain missions you have to do versus just like going in there and like straight up like ghost busting. But, um, but that's what makes it more fun, you know, honestly, like it was really cool. Like you have all the different, like even like smudge sticks and all these different little artifacts you get to bring with you. Like, it's so cool. I love it. Can you find very important question. Alex, do um, you know what a smudge yeah, stick is? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about my smudge stick on public. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone who doesn't before. doubt that Destiny loves these things, we're in well, the game and we're just like, smudge sticks clear in room. And it's like, I have no idea what a smudge stick is. And Destiny is like, what do you mean? I got one on my like on my dresser right here, you know? <laughs> and Jay didn't know either. That's so weird to me. Like, I've I thought it was just such a common term. thing. No, maybe in maybe wherever you're from, but I've yeah, never maybe. heard of these. What are we smudging? What are we smudging? <laughs> See, like he, he the knows. ghost out of existence, you know. Yeah, basically. No, but, but this game tr- is truly incredible, really immersive, and I gotta say, some of like the best elements about it just make it more immersive and just more tense and real. Including the speech recognition is one of the coolest things because going around, um, you know, a, a haunted house or like the bottom of an insane asylum, which was terrifying, is already, you know, scary enough. Going around with Destiny whispering around every corner, <laughs> the ghost name, Donna Williams, Donna <laughs> Williams just made it so much worse. <laughs> so you, if you say the ghost name, it's supposed to like make them mad and make them more active. And so, yeah, I mean, you have to, like, you've got to really irritate these ghosts if you want to see some cool stuff happening. Yeah, and so Destiny's around there skipping from door to door of this insane asylum, you know, <laughs> Donna Williams, and I'm just like, no, shut up, you make it mad, you know? <laughs> and then Jay actually found her, and she was behind me. That was yeah. so funny. Oh, we have to get a clip creepy. of that. 
Yeah, she was, like I, we were in the room, and the thing is, when you're in VR, you're used to, you're pretty used to glitches and weird things happening. Uh, so like I saw this dust trail move in front of my face, and I thought, oh, that's probably just the just VR. That probably had nothing to do with the game. But I looked where it went, and right then the lights flickered, and the ghost appeared right behind Destiny. <laughs> so apparently that dust trail was it like moving across the room in front of me. This game, if you are not into horror you should probably avoid if you're if you're kind of interested play with friends it makes it much less scary you can play this alone and it will be the most terrifying experience of your life though when that thing appeared behind you i just started screaming run like i was like <laughs> run because it was right behind us i just turned around and took off not realizing she didn't have a flashlight with her so she couldn't even see i had the only flashlight <laughs> it is it is it's Stuck like me in there like with a, her it's like a one-person team that made this, too. It's like one guy. I, I don't know if that's true. I heard really? that somewhere. That one guy made this, and that's why more is coming. It's in early access. It's all over everywhere right now. I mean, I saw PewDiePie was playing it with Jacksepticeye live today in VR. Oh, how on, funny. On and for the price, YouTube. you can't beat it. It's like $13.99. Like, that's insane. Yeah. I would pay $30 or $40 easy for a game like this. Yeah, Alex, so do you have a question? It's, yeah, it's multiplayer co-op, so it's co-op yes. online. Okay. That is like, yeah, that's good. That is the best thing. Like, yeah. I swear they were listening. I've been saying that's what VR needed was, especially besides just a typical horror game, but a co-op one. That's what makes it way better than any of the others. Like, hands down, it's it's my favorite one right it's now. It's like favorite the horror. Difference, difference of a haunted house by yourself and haunted house with your friends. You got yeah, somebody yeah. that you can watch them get scared and you can act like you're the one who's not scared, even though you've got to go <laughs> exactly. change your pants. <laughs> you can leave them in the house and it run off. for it. You can slam the door behind you, make them think they're trapped with the ghost and they can't get out. It is yeah, let the ghosts eat them. You know, <laughs> it is a yeah, ton of fun. The wolves. Adam, you so Destiny. For those who don't know, she loves horror. Loves horror. Everything. She actually got a little scared in this game. I saw it. She's gonna say she didn't, but she did. I am Play a reluctant off. lover of horror. Horror makes me do things to it that I never wanted to do, but I do it reluctantly. Adam doesn't like horror. So what did you think? Would, I would other hate horror games. This? I okay, so he don't hates like horror games at all. And I still think this game was a worthwhile purchase. Ooh, it was just so a, good. That, the experience of it is. I don't like being scared. I don't like, I just don't like it. But the experience <laughs> of being able to still be immersed in that sort of environment was still totally worth it. And playing with friends makes this a necessity, especially if you have someone like Destiny who likes to piss off the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, and then, okay, so I have definitely have to mention one more thing. I think my other favorite, like, graphic was if the ghost is near you, or well, some of the ghosts, but um, if it gets near you, like the temperature drops really low and you have the fog or whatever or the the cold shit coming out of your mouth like if you were actually somewhere cold like it's insanely realistic like i didn't expect that and that's something like it's it's so funny for you to mention that because that's something that i've been saying pc vr lacks this like for me and alex here we played psvr and we smoked a cigar in a game and it actually worked with your breathing like that can be so immersive oh, it's but so many pc games don't have these functions where when you breathe or talk things happen and for this game when you're talking or when you're just breathing loudly all of a sudden you see your hot breath in the air in front of you that is so convincing it is and truly yeah. the little details that make this game yeah exactly it seems like you know something so minute but it did it made like all the difference in it honestly like when we were by the garage like it's crazy <laughs> so realistic destiny you're the only one of us who kind of still gets motion sick did this game give you any hint of it 
Um, no, I will say, um, just FYI, everybody knows that I have problems with my left controller, so I don't know if it was that or if it's the game being early release, but originally I didn't want to get motion sick, so I went ahead and put on the uh, teleporting, and I was having problems with that, so then I went ahead and switched it back to uh, smooth motion, and I didn't actually. I think we ended up playing for quite a while, several yeah. times, and I didn't have any motion sickness at all i think it's just slow enough the walking that it shouldn't be a problem yeah you move at a snail's pace uh the last thing we kind of want what would make it better for me i kind of wish that when you were in impending danger with the ghost that would be like the one time it would enable running in the game because there's <laughs> nothing like being scared for your life yes. and walking like this fast <laughs> through the room like so slow yeah, trying yeah. to get away from it you're like, like i'm running and yeah. it's so slow yeah so Don't let the, me... what's what's the game over like on this game when a ghost gets you what happens so you'll hear a sound sometimes. So that's the thing. The game, the game doesn't really jump scare you when it happens. You'll hear like a sound and then these hands will creepily move around your mm -hmm. face and grab you. And then you end up in this brief afterlife moment where you're like in this creepy room that's made out of like body parts and bodies are hanging. Mm -hmm. But then after just a few seconds of being in this creepy room, it puts you back in the world. But now you are a ghost, not not a ghost that can hurt anybody or anything, but you can float it's around. Exciting. You can see the actual ghost if it's still there. You can actually see it when the others can't. You you can no longer communicate with them and then everything is like this paranormal lighting and it's and you can actually mm -hmm. still see what's happening and still have some enjoyment while your friends are trying to do something okay okay yeah but then you lose all your gear so whatever gear you personally purchased is gone next round everyone else's gear is still there but if you're dead you lose it so that's kind of the incentive don't get killed because everything you bought will be gone and they can do crazy stuff to mess with you. They can, like, turn lights on and off. They can play the piano. They can shut doors. They can <laughs> lock you in. That happened to us a couple of times. Yep. So, I mean, it's 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 very extensive. Like, it's not – it's just not a $13 game. It's, it no. seriously seems so much more, especially if it was a small team that created it. Like you said, I am really impressed. Yeah. We could go on about this game all night. We're going to have to go on. But for me, it's a if you have the cap, cap, the capacity to play it, even if it's flat on a PC, you don't have a VR headset for your PC and you want to play it flat, I say it's a buy it now myself. Oh, yeah, for sure. But moving on to less scary games, and we hinted at this earlier. <laughs> please, please. <laughs> Beat Saber multiplayer. We hinted at it earlier. We talked a little bit about it in the avatars and kind of looking more like facebook but alex had some great questions that now we can answer Woo! so beat yeah. saber multiplayer what are all your questions let's answer all of them <laughs> yeah i mean so i know how beat saber works it's guitar hero but you're slashing blocks in the certain directions as they come right yes that, yes that's yeah basically so multiplayer how's that working is this is this cooperative multiplayer is this battle mode multiplayer is it just who gets a high score can you throw garbage blocks at your friends if you get like a certain <laughs> combo or something what's going on here <laughs> That would be so fun. It's it's just competition, straight up. So okay. like if there's it's up to five people and you all end up on these like long platforms like in the normal game where the notes come at you from the platform. But what's cool is so like if I'm playing against you at the beginning, our platforms are at the same level with each other. But if I start to pull away and score, yours will start to lower down further and further so like easily I can kind of see at a glance while I'm slashing blocks that my friends around me are either ahead or 
lower than me by how high their platforms are that they're standing on. I can see on the there's a layout on the ground that says like if I'm in first place, second place, third place, and then if someone dies, like they fail the map that's played, then they go into spectator mode. And in spectator mode, they can move around to the different people and watch them play. They can go up into grandstand mode and look down and see everyone playing at the same time. And even when I'm playing, I can see them. So if I'm playing with just one person, they're on a platform next to me, and I can easily see them playing. If I'm with five people, we're all in this star pattern out to the sides. But whoever's in first place is being projected up on a big screen up above. So it's a competition. There is no no messing each other up. There's no tricking each other beyond picking a song you know your friend can't do. There isn't any interactivity beyond that. And there isn't any voice chat in the game. You got to use like Discord or a party or something to hear each other. So... I guess now that I'm saying this, I'm realizing when we call it multiplayer, it really isn't interactive with each other multiplayer beyond getting to see each other play and talk to each other. But there's no there's no changing the game for each other. So that's a good question. So it's like simultaneous high score, right? Basically, it's simultaneous yep. high score, yeah. but the element of being able to see the enemy score and them lifting up or you lifting up over them if you're getting the high score just makes it a lot more intense, especially if you're right around the same skill level as your opponent. It just makes it feel a lot more dynamic and head-to-head than rather just like both of you playing and then comparing your high scores afterwards. It, it sounds yeah, like a way cool for how they did that. Sounds like a way for Jaybrat to not only metaphorically look down upon me, but then also physically <laughs> look down upon me as well when we played Beat Saber together. Oh yeah, I guess it kind yeah. of is. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> So, so here, here's the thing. Say I'm playing you, Jay Brett, and you're kicking my butt, right? I'm not good at Beat Saber. Is there any way, I see you pulling away, is there any way for me to get back? Is there like a you know guitar hero you could rock out and kind of double your points or something? Is there something like that in Beat Saber? Nope, you just lose. Try harder. That's, <laughs> that's what you do, no you try harder. Is there, is there any kind of balancing or rubber banding? Say I want to play medium, you play expert, something like that. Is Do I have anything there? Nope. No, these are, these ah! are good points. Because <laughs> no. no, and these so, are the things that Beat Saber needs if it's going to become better. Because Jay, Jay and I were kind of lucky where we each played an expert plus song, which we, we were pretty comfortable with. And we were actually staying pretty level there for a long time on the score. But it was pretty close until I lost. <laughs> it was pretty close right up until I failed the song. These are, these are lies, <laughs> but keep going. But it definitely is true. Like if your friend just isn't as good or your friend is way better then there's really not a whole way for you to play together without just getting stomped. And that's what um, made it so much fun was the close head-to-head. And these are things that I think that the Beat Saber multiplayer really needs if it's going to get big going forward. I mean, it's going to get big anyway, don't get me wrong, but to become like truly an incredible experience. Yeah, that's that's true. And that's one thing we were kind of trying to figure out as we were playing. We're like, can well, can I put a modifier on that makes it a little harder for me than for someone else? And no, the host picks it all. Other people can suggest these things and the host can see their suggestions, but the host picks it and what the host picks goes. So yeah, there really isn't any sort of that yet. So maybe that's ideas for updates for the future. But I had a blast playing. So I played this with a couple friends from the Discord and then eventually, because I was live streaming, we opened it up and let other people in. And I had no idea. Like I joke, like I like to play. I'm not competitive at all. Well, uh, suddenly when someone is actually about to beat me, apparently that all changes because <laughs> I was like fighting for my life against someone from the chat I, that I didn't know that was just staying right on my heels the whole match. But before that, it had been like the people I'd been playing with could play the same songs, but I'd usually beat them without trying too hard. So I was just, oh, this is so fun. But the minute someone was in there close to me, it, it was head to head combat. I was not going to lose. <laughs> Uh, for those of you out there waiting for it, it's 
Uh oh. What? Why am I hearing all these weird noises? Is this just sorry? My, my cell phone alarm just went off. No, no worries. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> I didn't even hear it. I thought something was dying for a second. You had me worried. <laughs> uh, Beat Saber. I mean, motion sickness isn't really a factor you have to worry about. We kind of touched on what would make it better. Is it? Is if if you're someone who hasn't bought Beat Saber yet, will this make it worth it for you? I, if you have friends that play it, I would say yes. This definitely changes the game. I think his alarm is done. <laughs> you need to stop that. Go ahead. Uh, what do you guys think, though? Because I'm a Beat Saber lover. Do either of you think that this could could change it for someone who still is on the fence? Or is oh, this just sure. an extra I mean, feature? It's just like what we were saying with the co-op game. It doesn't matter, I think, what it is, period. Like, if you add multiplayer, more people are going to be interested. You know what I mean? I'm not sure about that, actually. I, I don't know. What? I might have Who to disagree to with you there. Player? <laughs> well, here's the thing. If you <laughs> saw Beat Saber and it's like, nah, I don't really want Beat Saber, saying you can play Beat Saber next to someone isn't really going to change a whole lot. You're still just playing Beat Saber. Like we were talking about, you can see there, there's a little bit of interaction in head-to-head. But if you don't like, if you didn't want to get Beat Saber for the core gameplay of Beat Saber, that's all multiplayer is. It's just the same Beat Saber, the same songs. You just get to see someone else to score at the same time. I'm of the opinion that this isn't really going to win the hearts of any more players on this. Interesting. I think they're both valid perspectives because I think playing something with your friends can make it different, but definitely make sure if you're getting this to play with your friends, make sure you have a way to chat during it because if you're in there and you can't chat, it's it's not going to be the same game. You need yeah. to be able to talk during it. My, my last big question is, Jay Brett, how many times did you accidentally punch your wife when playing this game multiplayer? <laughs> you know, I have. we haven't played it together yet, so not once. Okay. So the only game I've ever punched her was Rec Room, and she had it coming. We were playing dodgeball. <laughs> she you had know? it coming. I had to, I had to oh do God. it. <laughs> Poor yeah, <Nat>. yeah. <laughs> Well, we talked about Squadrons last week, so we're not going to go too in-depth, but Adam missed his chance. I know Alex here has played it, so why don't yes. you two tell us? Tell us what makes this the AAA <clears throat> game we've all been waiting for. I just want to know, Adam, are you a TIE fighter or are you an X-Wing? Ooh, I'm definitely an X-Wing kind of guy. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. The more I play it, though, the more I'm loving the the, the TIE fighter. <laughs> I, here's the thing. I thought I was a TIE fighter guy. I, you start off playing a TIE fighter, and I'm not a TIE fighter guy, man. The X-Wing, I need it to feel kind of like an airplane for me to really get into the idea that I'm flying in VR. So I, I yeah. ended up being an X-Wing guy, too. But yeah, I played it on um, PSVR, obviously. I'm guessing you played it on PC VR. Yes. Um, I don't know what I'm sacrificing because I haven't even ventured into the flat version of the game. The game looks beautiful for a PlayStation VR game, and I can only imagine it's even better in PC VR. But, uh, you know, my, my first reaction to the game was kind of lukewarm. One of the first missions they put you in, you're dogfighting in, like, an enclosed area, and you see a bunch of ships that are, like, caught up on geometry, and they're kind of mm-hmm. not moving, and that, you know... It's in outer space. Sure, a ship could float and not really be moving, and that's no big deal. But in a, like a space combat, a dogfighting game, it's really off-putting to just see one of your enemies just sitting there stationary, not doing anything, <laughs> kind of spinning around in place to get out of a corner. Um, but then after that, you got missions where it really opens up, and you're really doing some of that real dogfighting, and you're buzzing underneath a Star Destroyer and things like that. And that really sold me on it to where I was not lukewarm it's hot i got a hot reception of this game now but have you beaten it have you beaten the single player you played a lot of multiplayer what's going on with you and squadrons i've beaten the single player played a lot of multiplayer it's basically the only game i played in the last two weeks luckily jay and destiny were able to save me last night and dragging me out to play some phasmophobia Um, but that is basically (laughs) the only game i played for the last two weeks (laughs) this is my kind of game i've i've loved flight sims and i really like star wars and so this was just the perfect combination 
of everything. Um, and the thing that I really love about it is that in VR, because I played both VR and flat just to kind of get the the difference between the two. It's it's really fun in VR. I got to say it makes a big difference. This is one of the go to games for the flight community to pick up VR because it just makes a world of difference. Um, and one of the fun things I love about VR is it almost lets you how do I say this role play being in Star Wars a little bit like if you're in the X-Wing you know you got like the 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 hero pose going on and then your head is just spinning all around looking at these TIE fighters going by and then if you're in a TIE fighter you got this little like bubble window in front of you and that's all you got right and I found myself like hunching over my controls you know like oh, yeah. <laughs> like a oh, villain yeah. you know I'm just like hunching forward halfway crouched over steering this thing around like a you know like an evil villain would um <laughs> it, it's a great experience i've i've loved every second with the game so alex my, did you play did you play with the hotas i have one but i didn't i played with the dual shock oh, just because I, I wanted i wanted to make sure that i had that you know that mind body connection i'm really good with the dual shock controller so i didn't want anything interfering with my initial reactions to the game i have the hotas i need to set it up i don't have a great setup to set up a hotas in front of me um, but I, I want to try it with that because then it would look more in line with how your hands are when you're playing the game. And so that would be an extra level of immersion. Also, I'm just pretty bad with the HOTAS. So I, <laughs> that's also why I'm not using honest. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, my question for you, Adam, did you ever play Eve Valkyrie? Uh, Eve Valkyrie? I can't say that I did. It's one of the early one of the early space combat games. This is what I'm I'm waffling in my head is is this better or is Eve Valkyrie better? They're they're both these flight sim dog fighting games, and I, I can't really figure out which one I liked more. Nobody's really playing Eve Valkyrie anymore, so if you want this kind of action, you gotta go into Rogue Squadron. Um but yeah, it's it's everything that I thought it was gonna be. And you know, the the presentation of the Star Wars stuff just puts it over the top towards everything I thought it was gonna be, and then just a little bit more. So yeah, it's really a delight and i'm really excited and fortunate that they dropped it off right at the end of the psvr life cycle and that i'm able to get in on this um and not have to miss out on it yeah and there's been a couple of naysayers and rightfully so that uh you know like there's only eight ships that you can fly so there's definitely room for improvement but you know it, it's kind of hard to hear all those naysayers when i'm like strafing a star destroyer you know yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. the best feeling in the world i i think if you can name uh, more than eight ships in the Star Wars universe, then you're probably not the market for this game. You need to be playing like some <laughs> some really in depth like Star Wars RPG game because this is this is not for those people necessarily. <laughs> oh yeah, I I played Eve Valkyrie and just to your point, I I had better memories of Eve Valkyrie, but I didn't even play it multiplayer. I just played like the little single player. And something about it I felt like was more immersive and is intense. But that could just be I played it at the beginning of my VR career rather than now expectations. I don't know. Great game, though. Uh, if you haven't played it, motion sickness, it definitely is a factor. If you're still someone who gets motion uh -oh. sick, get ready for it. This thing could mess you up bad. Uh, but I'd say it's worth it at its full price. I mean, it was it was a great experience. I played it with a HOTAS, though. And I will tell you, Alex, you asked, what am I missing here? You're missing, if you play it on PC like I did with a HOTAS, you have no idea what button to press. So I played it with my PS4 <laughs> yes. HOTAS. And it's like, press button seven. And I was like, I have an X and a triangle. What are you talking oh, no. about? Yeah. So... Try at least on PSVR, you can put your headset up really fast and figure out where your triangle button yeah, is. Right. So yeah. try it that way. I'd love to hear your thoughts after you do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, lastly, we're going to move it into our opinion and discussion of the week. So the big news, if, if you go and try and find VR news right now, it's hard to wade through the waters of Quest 2 news because that is all that's oh. out there. <laughs> so I got a Quest 2. I know Adam was on the fence. I don't think you ended up getting one. 
Destiny not quite sitting, yet. Destiny's sitting on the hater side of the fence. And then <laughs> Alex is all PSVR here. So what should we do this like a QA? Do you guys want to ask me about it or should I just go on a spiel? What do you guys think would be better? Have you used the link with it yet? Let's do a QA. I, yeah, let's do a QA. I have Q&A. not gotten to the link yet. Okay, that's what I'm really curious about. If it works any better than the original quest. I can't speak for sure, but from what everyone said so far, it's pretty much exactly the same setup. So I think it's for now until they improve. I think it's exactly the same. I will. I'll come back to that one after I've tried it for sure, though. Okay, Jay, let's start off right out of the gate with your initial impressions. So compared Quest 2 when you first put it on to the Quest 1, is there a noticeable upgrade? What was your first impressions when you first put it on? You know, the first thing I noticed was the the resolution is insanely good. Oh. You struggle to see the screen door effect if you're looking for it. You fight to see it. But the field of view sucks. <laughs> it sucks. I have a wide, I have a big head. It's a, it's a problem. I live with it. It's just the way it is. My IPD is like a 69. So it's like at the top end. Nice. So I have to, I, yeah, yeah, nice. I have to use it on the highest setting. Well, something that they announced that I totally missed because I was trying to get an honest first impression all of my own. I didn't know this. When you have it on the highest setting, since it's a single panel inside, it's not dual panels, it actually sacrifices some of the field of view. Mm. And instead of seeing two round circles like when I'm doing VR, you see the edge of each screen. And I actually caught this when I was playing Pistol Whip before I even read about it and was doing the research. I was like, I was like, wait, I see the edges of the screen here. And that hurts the experience. But Without that, though, the clarity makes up for it makes up for more than I would have expected. It is so freaking clear in that headset. And I went and looked for some through the lenses and it's like G, the G2 and it even super zoomed in on through lens are hard to decipher between which one is which. That's how good the resolution is on this thing. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. I did not what about, expect that. Like the weight, like in it being comfortable, like what's the comparison? <laughs> Well, those are two very different things, so I'll hit one at a time. It weighs like nothing, yet it is still uncomfortable as hell. The, the, more or less than the one. More, more or less than the Quest 1. Uh, oh, way more uncomfortable. Okay. Uh, wow. The one, the one was uncomfortable because it hung weight off your face and it pushed on your cheeks. This thing, though, you know what surgical wire is? Where you like can cut things with a piece of wire, it feels like that's what they made the headband out of. Oof. And so the headband sits right on top of your ear and is like cutting a hole into the, where your ear connects to your head. I actually had to make the headband longer and put it outside my ears to prevent this pain wow. that it was causing. Yeah. But is it I, does it feel heavier than the no, quest? It's it's very light. It's barely noticeable on your face. Okay. But so it's, it's still, lighter, but just everything way else is more uncomfortable. But the, the headband's super uncomfortable. And it still manages to push in on my cheekbones, even though it's so light. Mostly because you kind of have to, like, finagle this weird elastic-y headband to hold it to your face. Even though it's lightweight, it has to stay there. Because if you move around, you don't want it shaking everywhere. The headband right. was the worst thing they could have done. That's why they sell a first-party replacement. <laughs> because they're right. trying to get you to get that. Yeah, exactly. so they would you consider purpose. that, you know, that pro headband for another $50 on top of your purchase? Would you consider that a necessity? It is, unless you have another option, it is an absolute necessity. I do have one. I'm not going to keep it. I just have it to test it and review it. So I will be doing that tomorrow and finding out what I think of that headband. But this original headband, I kept saying, and I was like, your first thing you have to do is get rid of this initial headband because it is terrible. 
See, I just I'll, I'll just have my wife hold the the thing right up to my face. I won't even put the headset on. I'll just have her <laughs> hold the HMD right on my eyes and just say, "All right, move with me now." Save that would that work. 50 bucks. That would work That's perfectly. What we need something that just levitates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if only the cameras on the front of it would then be blocked by your hands, and then nothing would work. Oh so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and okay. speaking of All punching right. a wife in the face, you would definitely do it. <laughs> well, She's it's so light, you can just yeah. use two-sided tape and just like stick it right on your face, right? <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow, there, cups. <laughs> there is quite a comment in the live stream right now. Uh, <laughs> Ricky, you you're probably right. Uh, I'm just gonna leave it at that. What right. what else? <laughs> what other Q and A questions? No, so I I want I I saw that there's a there's a slight upgrade to the Snapdragon in the system, right? Um, do you think that the upgrade is enough to warrant calling this a quest two? Do you think that's like a generational leap that's happening here? Or do you, do you wish that they would have waited a bit and maybe beefed it up with like another step in the processing power? Well, the processing power you can definitely tell is much better, but whether that's the extra two gigs of Ram or the Snapdragon, I can't tell you. The one thing that I really noticed that threw me though, the load times are just as bad, if not worse. So I wonder if the hard drive is still some sort of inferior little hard drive in there, uh, some sort of crappy SSD. I don't even know how it's possible. The load times are tremendous, even with this new processing power. So, but, but I mean, when you play Beat Saber, you can feel it. It's still only running at 72 Hertz. It's able to do 90, but it's not running there yet. They're going to update that. And even at the 72 Hertz, you could feel that Beat Saber is just running so smoothly. That processing, that processor is probably running at like 50% capacity or something running Beat Saber, where the old one, you could tell it was like 90 to 100 the whole time. So it feels smooth. The games feel like they were supposed, like you thought they were going to feel on the Quest 1. Everything feels right and smooth, but the load times are still really bad. Like bad enough that I was standing there noticing it. I was like, man, what is happening? Hmm. I think I think they can call it a Quest 2, especially with the screen, the optics and stuff. Yeah. I just... I know they wanted to keep that price down, but man, they cut some hard corners to make it happen with some of the stuff. And then they basically sell you everything after the fact to fix everything that they that they yeah. cut corners on. It, it sounds like such a mixed bag. And I don't know if somebody, you know, I was interested in the quest, never, never pulled the trigger on it. And now I'm stuck in this position where I don't know, should I try to track down a quest one or should I go for a quest two? What would you, what would you say to somebody like me who's interested in getting a quest? Now there's two options out there. Which one should I go for? As long as you're not super against Facebook, Quest 2 all the way, because Quest 1... So here's the problem. I said this in in my review. I said, well, if you already own a Quest 1, it doesn't really make sense to upgrade for the price unless they start making Quest 2 exclusives. And guess what's already happening? Rec Room is saying, finally, their Battle Royale mode and some of their other quests you couldn't play in Rec Room on the Quest 1 will come to the Quest 2. Ooh. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so but but so that, the Quest yeah. Two is essentially an upgrade in every conceivable way over the Quest One, in price uh, and <laughs> uh, well, is the things that the Quest One does better. The Quest One has a bigger field of view, slightly, uh, mostly because it uses dual panels instead of one. The wrist straps on the Quest One were terrible. The wrist straps in the Quest 2 are bad, so I guess that is an upgrade. <laughs> uh, the head strap is appallingly bad. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, some people were trying to claim the tracking was worse in the Quest 2, but I couldn't I couldn't make that happen. I tried playing stuff, and I did not find the tracking. I, said, I would say it's at least as good. I could not fault it against the Quest 1 for sure. Okay. So those things, they're all outer things. Everything inside the headset is upgraded, it seems like. But everything on the outside seems cheaper and and less nice. 
And you know, that's really what Facebook was trying to go for though. Just try and get as low a price point as possible to try and get as many people into this as possible. Try and form that, you know, the the questopoly, you know, the VR monopoly that they're trying to do here. Get that yeah, Farmville VR what running. Doing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what what other questions do you guys have? Hmm. I wanted to well, I want to touch on what it how it affects the future of VR a little bit while we still have some time. So is there, if there's any last questions about the quest specifically, let's do them quick. Is there any um, is there I, any change? Go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, you're good. Um, I mean, I was just you go, you go. <laughs> Sorry. Any, any change in the controller? I think not. It's a short question. Any change no. in the controller? It's an ergonomic change mostly. They did move a button out of the way where you don't press it as much, which is <laughs> kind of nice. The and they made the springs much stronger because that was an issue with tracking with the first ones. The batteries mm. could shake around. Now they made a hard spring that holds it. But it's really aesthetic and slight ergonomics is really the main differences. That's what it looked like in the pictures. It didn't look like really anything had changed. And that was, I think, one of my biggest beefs with it. The other problem is the streaming. I'm guessing they still didn't make that an option. The what? Where you, the streaming to where it's easier to stream to like YouTube or Twitch. You can only do it to Facebook, right? Uh, I, yeah, I haven't heard for sure on that one, but I think I don't know that they've updated any other change. It. I imagine when they do, it'll come to both quests. So there's no reason that that would be tied to one or the other. But yeah, it doesn't seem like there's any anything different. UI looks the same. Everything inside seems the same. The way you record video seems the same. So yeah, I don't think any of that's changed. Well, we talked a little bit last week in the news of how this has actually made a little bit of a stir on Capitol Hill, and they're saying, "Is this too low of a price?" Is Facebook breaking antitrust laws here? Are they pushing all their competition out by doing this and taking making a questopoly or something? So how do you feel hearing 300 bucks for people who have other headsets and other interests in VR? Is that an unfair price potentially? I I don't I don't know. That doesn't that doesn't seem unfair to me. I mean, 300 is a decent chunk of change. And I, I admit when I heard it, I heard Quest 2 is gonna be 300 bucks. I was like, wow, it's time to jump in, but it's still not so low. To where, you know, somebody who has the money to spend on a Quest 2 isn't going to be able to, you know, throw an extra $100, maybe get a better headset for a PC VR or something like that. So I don't I don't think the price point is what the issue would be uh, from my perspective on, on this Questopoly situation, especially because there's nothing holding somebody else back from making this. Samsung, HP, somebody else can come in here and they have an opportunity, like I said earlier, just they just got to capitalize on it. They do, yes, although they it, whatever company was going to do it, it's probably going to, we're guessing Facebook is losing money on these. It's hard to imagine they're not. So whatever company would come in against them would have to have the capital to be able to take a loss to compete for a while. Well, it's not just the capital. It's a reason. I mean, Facebook is willing to take maybe a little bit of a hit on this because it's bringing them into the Facebook ecosystem. That's what they really care about is the VR ecosystem that they're creating. And I don't know if anyone except maybe Valve really cares it really has an infrastructure for that ecosystem to exist so unless it's someone like google that seems to do all of these things pretty badly um or valve it's an ecosystem doesn't exist so we talk about like samsung could come in yeah but what ecosystem does samsung have they they're not trying to sell software they want hardware and facebook is a software company so that's why i think that the biggest competitor to doing something like this is Apple. Apple is the only one that could maybe come in at a similar price point to get people on their ecosystem. But knowing Apple, it'll probably be like a, you know, a $1,500 headset that'll (laughs) only work on with their software, you know, and you need to buy a specific charger for it. (laughs) 
I love the love for Apple here or the love for Apple. PSVR has been known for a long time as the most sold in the most homes, bringing VR to the front. Alex, what would PSVR have to do to stay ahead of the Quest 2? I mean, I think there's already been, we, we see the patents coming through and everything like that. If PSVR 2 comes in and they're able to use, you know, 5 gigahertz streaming from a console to a headset. So you get the beefed up power of a PlayStation 5 console and you're able to stream that to a headset that's wireless and you have, you know, better controllers and stuff like that. I feel like that would do a lot of damage to the Quest ecosystem because although the Quest, you know, it's wireless and it's portable and stuff like that. I get the sense that most people are still probably playing Quest games in their living room or in their home office or wherever their designated gaming space is. Um, so having to be tethered, whether it be wirelessly to a console, is not going to hurt hurt you too much in that system. So I, I think that's what we should expect out of a PSVR 2 is hopefully we get fast enough data transfer wirelessly so that you could get something like that on a PSVR 2. True, true. That's good. I'm, I'm hoping that's, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do, but I feel like my, I have a friend who works at Best Buy and he said on Tuesday, they had like a hundred of these things in, which was way more than he would have guessed, oh, but yeah. they were down to 20 by the time his shift ended. So oh, like wow. we're going to, these things are selling fast. If there's enough stock, these could catch up to PSVR numbers pretty quickly. So they're going to have to do something if they, if they want to keep that kind of the bottom, bottom end leadership of VR that they've had. Uh, what does this mean for PC? Do you think this is going to affect PC decisions? Destiny, Adam, what do you guys think? I think the PC headsets will stay kind of like, well, not stay because they haven't really been, but um, it'll make it more of like the people who have been in VR for a little bit. I don't want to say elitist, but you know what I mean? Just like <laughs> oh, the yeah. people who, the people who are like wanting to go to that next level, the people who would even be interested in like an index and things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think these headsets live in different markets. Um, because for the, for the, someone who wants the absolute highest fidelity, best graphics, I mean, there's already PC based tether based headsets that are coming out for PC, like the, um, uh, what's the new one that's the, for flight sim, whose name I cannot recall the G2, right? The G2 isn't at that much higher of a price point. Um, and it has a lot of fun functionality and works really well with your pc and so i i kind of feel like it's selling to different markets here um but i i don't know i guess we'll see yeah, yeah i i agree i don't think i don't i don't think there's anyone out there right now who's like i have a great pc for vr but i'm gonna buy a quest 2 only to play pc vr on it i think some people are gonna buy it thinking they'll be able to take it with them and play they'll also play that way but i don't think there's anyone that's like this is the best headset for a pc by any shot so yeah i think <laughs> I think what you might might see though is that the the tether is officially supported now for the Oculus Quest, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the Oculus Link. And so yep. if mm-hmm. the Oculus Quest ends up being the most sold headset, then don't you think developers might start catering their development and gaming towards this lower tier headset? And so that might cause a problem for PC VR, you know, the PC VR ecosystem where you have the super high end headset, but all of the top games, all the development, all the power is being pushed to this lower lower powered headset just because it has this link i mean i'm kind of thinking you're getting a similar thing is all the developers they want to put everything on the nintendo switch and so that leaves things like ps4 and xbox one kind of out to dry on some development you see games held back to this lower lower standard of power so i could definitely see that kind of thing happening why develop a game for this base of you know vive or index users that's what one or two million when you have this quest two like base of players that's 10 million 20 million something like that in the future so i don't know it, yeah I can you're see always gonna have triple a games but i just 
I worry about what the ecosystem is going to look like if I, if the Quest 2 can really take hold and become that primary market leader. That's a good point because the one thing is Quest essentially only gets Oculus games unless you sideload or link or something. Technically, they have to go through the Oculus store. So if mm. all of a sudden there's 20 million of these headsets out there and there's only 2 million Valve indexes, where are a lot of developers going to go? It's a good point. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even really think about that. That's a good point. It's it's let's see if they can keep them in stock. That's the big question at this point. Yeah. There will be a lot of especially yeah, the holidays coming up again. Oh, for sure. Because yeah. this this is Christmas presentable. It's tough, but if you had two or three kids that all want a VR headset, you can get them all one for that price, and that's that's a big purchase for a family. But that's still within reach for a lot of families. They do it, especially in the age of tech. yeah. It's, it is very reasonable. Yeah. yeah. Very comparable. Alex, our listeners and our viewers here, they're hearing that voice of yours. They're seeing that whale. They're going to want more whale tail in their life <laughs> from you. Yeah. How do they find you? Tell Give us your chance. Talk about yourself. Tell us how great you are. Yeah, I'm, I'm not very good at self-promotion. Um, I'm absolute. I'm the absolute best as it comes to podcast hosting. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> the, the most humble, the most fantastic podcast host you've ever seen. I'm not a great guest. Um, if you want more of me, I'm on Play PS5, the podcast. Go to iTunes, Google it, do whatever you got to do. We're on Twitter, we're on YouTube. We do all that fun stuff. We're primarily covering PS5. As the PSVR ticks back around and gets more active, we'll be doing our Play PSVR podcast as well. So I know your audience is primarily a lot of PC VR people. Thank you so much for having me guys um, but if if any of you guys are interested in console stuff come check us out play ps5 the podcast play psvr the podcast um that's that's where you're going to find me and listen to me talk trash for about an hour a week yeah. well alex it has been absolutely incredible to have you with us today <laughs> oh thank you it's been yeah, incredible being yeah. here being Thanks here this is this is crazy it's a vr uh, bar <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like a it's like we're cool really together. One too. Yeah. Besides you looking like a whale, it's pretty convincing that we actually hung out tonight. <laughs> uh, for all of you out there who are still listening, if you're not already on the Discord server, that's where you get to ask us questions. You get to talk to us directly and hang out. Check us out on Discord. Uh, if you really want to support the podcast, you're like, gosh, these people are so cool. We want to take it to the next level. We are on Patreon, just five bucks a month. Does a ton for the podcast, really takes care of us. And if you're listening right now, consider seeing the whale tail in person. Check us out on YouTube. And if you're on YouTube, but you're like, oh, I, I miss some of the podcasts because I just don't have the time. If you're on your commute, if you're hanging out, if you're painting your house, you can listen to us on Overcast, <laughs> Spotify, iTunes, Google. The list goes on and on. It's, it's pretty much all of them. So find us there thank you so much for being here tonight and uh what, what what do we say what's our what's our outro do we have one yet i feel like we need to make an official like a catchphrase one. yeah adam adam what do you think oh shoot don't put me on the spot like this oh come on well, well i see guess you in another reality right hey, dive, dive on in <laughs> dive on in with the full dive crew and for those of you it's catchy for those of you who don't know what happens now during the live stream we stick around for a little bit answer some q a if there's any live stream but we all just put our hair down we all just chill out now it's totally relaxing time with alex over here i've been chill the whole time i've been doing this wrong (laughs) (laughs) you needed to get all stressed out man what were you thinking that's what we wanted from you Oh, they all stretch out. Uh, K27, I saw said out there, yes, the Asterian website does not ship to Canada, but in this one exception, K, if you go on Amazon, they're now shipping through there for the distribution network. So you can get the Asterian Aura on Amazon. Sadly, our code doesn't work on Amazon, but if you contact me, I can probably get Asterian to hook you up with some kind of a coupon code from us. So let me know, K. Oh, 
how is everybody that was a good after hours yeah after, it's after hours time i'm just yeah gonna, sorry, just sorry for dragging your whole podcast down into the gutter i apologize guys hope it doesn't hurt your <laughs> viewership too much i think that was great i had a good time i always yeah, I had, had a good great time, time. Yeah, that was, was good fun. I'm worried my chat window wasn't this weird thing was happening with my chat window. If I wasn't clicked on it, it wouldn't keep up. <laughs> so like oh, every yeah. time, every time I wasn't clicked on, people would be chatting and I wouldn't see it. And then I would click on like this whole flood would come through. So that was fun. So, so you two destiny and Adam, you guys are on PC VR. I'm yep, sorry. PC VR. Uh... Yep. I'm on the index. You're on the index. What, what kind of, what kind of hardware do you have for your computer? I'm, I just um, I don't know. I'm not a hardware guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, no, I it's built... like I would honestly tell you, except I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to decide if if the computer I built is good enough, or if I got to jump up to like a 3080. If I was going to start diving in with some of these more heavy duty, uh, heavy duty headsets. What's your card? Do you know? I got a. I got a 2070 S. So oh, it yeah. seems to be doing. Oh just yeah, that's fine. totally fine. Yeah. I have a 2070, yeah, yeah. just a regular 2070, and I can do everything. Okay. Yeah, right. I'm on one lower than that, and I run it with a link, and even through the quest, it's great. I don't really have okay. any problems. Good to know. Yeah, so if I had to get what that's always my question when I'm looking at these PC VR headsets, which one should I go for if I was going to upgrade index. from the Oculus? If to you index? can afford it, go for the index. Yeah. I just, just won't tell my wife. So, oh, yeah. It, just, it came in the mail. Somebody wants me to review this. And, uh... <laughs> I'll send like, it oh, to you in let a package. Me keep it. <laughs> I'll return to sender. Uh, wow, yeah. there's there's a weird thing. Uh, <laughs> how do I how do I explain this? Destiny, when you're in this chair, your avatar does a weird thing from the back. I didn't realize. Uh, yeah, this. I was looking in the uh, at the screen, and I was I've been like leaning this way the entire time. Like I don't know, something's off. Uh, I'm just going to stand next to the bar so we'll still be in the shot here, but I just need to get up and move after. Oh, podcast. I was able I to know. see Ricky's comment. <laughs> you... uh... Yeah, also, also, by the way, just FYI, everybody, I looked when you said that name. That's my uh, husband. He was I just showing some love. So... I figured yeah. by the last name. I was pretty funny. I was like, I don't know what to say here, so I'm yeah. just going to say this. <laughs> no, that was good. I like that. And Yeah, I saw the last name, and I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know he's actually, is, he's home tonight, so he's just being supportive. He's just enjoying enjoying the show. Yeah. Oh, Alex uh, Alex is playing on a Rift, and this is his first foray into PC VR. Yeah. Oh well, welcome. <laughs> thank you, thank you. It's really uh, it's it's impressive, and you know, I always dreaded the setup, and it seemed to be pretty painless. So that's uh, that's that was a nice surprise. Now I just got to clean up my room so that I don't, you know, I already punched my desk once while playing this. <laughs> so I need, I need to uh, need to get get a better situation but no what yeah here's a question what, what's a game that i need to play preferably something that's not on psvr even though all these games would probably be better on the pcvr what's something i need to play on pcvr pavlov oh pavlov. no okay, on okay. yeah yep you, when you get pavlov be sure to contact us and we'll all play with you okay is it like counter-strike but in vr yes yes yeah. but okay. way more fun way more fun okay yeah, the closest we had was Firewall on the PSVR, and that thing's just a, a hunk of shit. No, Pavlov <laughs> is just incredible just yeah. to goof around in and you yeah. know, shoot your friends, play Russian roulette. Yeah, it's a great game all Especially around. Especially <laughs> with your sense of humor, I think you would find it really funny. Like, it's a cool oh, game. Gosh. So Pavlov, <laughs> Arizona Sunshine, and the one that me and Jay were talking about, I let him pronounce it because I, like I said, I'm just going to kill it every time. Phasmophobia. 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 <laughs> I'll be honest. Sounds too spooky for me. 
you got to watch some footage if you have. As long seen as you're it yet, with man. friends, you have to do it. Like it's it's funny, scary. You have it. Then you How did you get too. up there? Not even any comment about a whale and diving. K toy said that's a perfect point. We should have we should have made a tie. On. Very important question. Is he like in the air for you guys? Yeah, he's yeah. just floating right here. How did you, know. you get in the air? Looks like he had about five cheeseburgers and it just lifted him up. <laughs> got VR skills is what he's got. Ricky's still in the chat. He said, yeah, but it's still true. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, Natalie thinks, Alex, you deserve the best guest award. You know, I definitely think I, I can't be too mean because somebody over here guested once. But Alex, Alex is on a podcast every week. So he's he's he knows how to how to swim in the waters. We'll say like, as a whale. I think he's... I think Natalie is the best guest award on, on the podcast. It shall not be named. Um, uh, she definitely was. Award. That was that was so sad. <laughs> uh... <laughs> you got to come yeah, back down to like reality. Being sin. Oh, if there's if anybody out there in the chat has any questions, hit us up. We probably won't go super long night. I know people here need to get out of here, but if you have any questions for the after hours, let us know. We're all moving around because we're we're getting restless in our seats here. Uh, the problem is, I was gonna say, Alex, my game I would say is obviously Half Life, Alex. Oh yeah, amazing. that's what I'm gonna play. Yeah, <laughs> for now, do you not have that on PSVR? It's no, no, <gasps> no. no. Oh, no. I am so sorry. I know, <laughs> well, I know. Well, here's the problem right now Alex is having, though. I sold, I sent, I didn't sell him. I gave it to him. I sent him a bunked headset, and it can only play Oculus games for now unless we can figure out how to fix no, it. No, the, so I played, I played a transpose on Steam VR with it. Does and it works? Yeah, it works. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, then never mind. You can play all these games then. That's good. <laughs> I probably That's shouldn't have told news. you because then you wanted the headset back, maybe. But, uh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm good. <laughs> I'm so glad you, because I never could get SteamVR working on it. But then I, I gave it to Hannah, who was on the podcast, if you guys remember her. I was letting mm-hmm. her use it to be on the podcast and then to play other stuff. And then she was able to get Steam working. So I was like, what the heck? And now you have it working. I basically <laughs> sent you a perfectly functioning free oculus rift basically as long as you can figure out how to tweak one little thing so that's that's good news i'm glad it's yeah. working you can play you can play all these oh, how the, funny. The, nudes, the nudes will be in the mail jay brat so just uh, okay. be looking okay. for them. with my ps5 i'm expecting yeah. them stuck in the disc drive slot so the first time i press eject you know, when i'm on camera doing the unboxing that just slides out of the disc drive that's what i'm waiting for just me in a diaper yeah that's what you're gonna get Fear Scrape did ask a question. What's your favorite non-VR game? I know we've answered that once, but Alex, why don't you why don't you lead us off here? What's favorite your favorite non-VR? non-VR? That's such a huge question. Um, goodness, for the longest time, I considered Res my favorite like non-VR game. Now it's in VR, so I feel like that's cheating because Res VR is just incredible. <laughs> um, oh goodness, probably like Demon Souls or Bloodborne. That really took the cake for me. The way those games went. So I get. We'll say Demon Souls. I'll take that. I'll make that my favorite game for now. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Destiny, what about you? CSGO. Oh, yeah. Counter-Strike Go. What is the difference between Counter-Strike and Counter-Strike Go? Why is the Go in there? It's the Global Offensive. It's number two. Well, it's I... basically number two. Yeah, yeah, basically. I never I recently got to play the uh, original because they actually have it up through a website now, but that's like it was kind of like long gone. So when I started playing it, it was CSGO. But yeah, Counter-Strike in general, I guess. <laughs> I lost years of my life to Counter-Strike back in the day. The beta, what was it? It was like Counter-Strike 
up until beta five, then they changed them to beta five. One point six was oh. available on that website. I think you had. Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. Some some good stuff. A lot of a lot of what Russians that? playing that now, but it's a uh, yes, fun, fun, yeah. fun stuff. I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh. Adam yeah, from this, yeah, yeah. from your pedestal, tell us what's your favorite non VR game? Uh, definitely Star Wars Squadrons. <laughs> oh, non VR and VR, huh? Yes, it is my favorite on both. <laughs> oh man, yes, that's pretty yes. cool. How do I go selfie mode here? I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to move the camera around and make this more versatile for the audience. But yeah, I'm going to I'm probably sign off pretty soon too. Yeah, I know you. I know you've got. Oh, you just set it up. Yeah, there you go. Probably, I mean minecraft but it's in vr so if it had to be no vr at all gta 5 is probably one of the games i have spent the most time playing so good uh so fun and uh i saw another does anyone think the delay in releasing gta 6 is due to them creating a vr version of it and i'm going to say 100 percent no <laughs> well so when they when they released uh what was it called red dead redemption 2 pretty they cute found, that. they were digging the code and they found vr stuff in the code for that game so yeah, they yeah. might have made some progress, huh, but <laughs> I don't know. In my opinion, it's like it's making so much money that they don't really have a reason, you know, to like make it yeah. non uh, VR. I don't know. That's Rockstar's my going to make opinion. their own headset. That's what they're going to do. Ah, <laughs> right. Make their own VR headset and continue making millions of dollars off GTA Five. <laughs> we can hope so. Uh, vlog style's a nice touch. They're like in the after hours with me moving the camera around, so maybe that's something to do. Auxiliary cool. medic report in Siri. Oh, wrong chat. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, yeah, we're probably gonna sign off here. Before we do, real quick, uh, Ryan, I have a question for you. Do you think Rip's gonna Jesus. kill me when he finds out that I forgot to hit recording? So we're gonna have to pull the YouTube video to make videos out of. <gasps> you think he's gonna murder me? No, it's recording. What is this supposed to be? No, it's recording. No, not not Zencaster. I mean the visual aspect. I did not hit recording no. on OBS, so we're gonna have to pull the YouTube video to make videos out of. You think? It's oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> I have a tool that'll do it, so I'll just do it and I'll send that to him and see if he notices that it's <laughs> a different that it's a different file format than I usually send him. Perfect. Oh, silly whiskey. Well, hey, thank you so much to everybody out there in the stream. We're going to say a thank you and good night and end the stream. You all are amazing. Thank you for your questions and being here with us. And thank you for hitting 200 subscribers on YouTube. Thanks good for job, diving everybody. in with us. See you next <laughs> week. Dive on in. <laughs> <laughs>